one of the women had an envelope in her hand and in the envelope was a photo of my labia. She was like, oh. <laughs> I, was, I was not prepared. I was not prepared. Oh. I was not prepared. Oh. <laughs> I think because I read this, I'm not that shocked. Oh, you read it? Yeah, I read right. it on Twitter. I didn't think it on Twitter. I saw, the t- I saw the tweet. I was like, wow. I have to get back on I was going to reply. Wait, is mine on? It's up to you if you want them sounds. No, I don't want to hear. Really, is it? It's Nisha's. She's popular. It's blowing up your phone. It's my cousin. Oh. Okay. Are you not going to answer it? What's if, what if it's, no, it's you know an what? emergency? She had a very interesting request yesterday. What did she ask you? She asked if I knew how to hack. Her what? Her boyfriend's phone? Yeah, I don't Her know. Her boyfriend's what? phone? No. What are you Sorry. doing? <laughs> is, this, is, this, is, this, is this content we, that? Yeah, yeah, it's content that because it's kind of recorded. If you want, we're to. rolling anyway. Oh, oh we're we recording. Uh, it, like you played half. yourself at uh. your own game, blessing. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, what happened was my cousin messaged me last night. This cousin lives in Bangladesh. Okay, we're like the same age. We like the same thing. I can talk to men about. I can talk to men. I can talk about men. That's lucky. There we go to her. And it's like no judgment, mm-hmm. and um, so she messages me last like she messages me last night. Mm. I'm like, this is so great. My present and past tense don't make any sense together in this sentence, but oh mm. well. Um, and she's like, can you hack? And I'm like, hack what? Like, mm. what are we asking for exactly? Mm-hmm. And she's like, um, can you find out if a Twitter account is in Bangladesh? What does she um, mean? So like, the so if like the, the oh address, oh so like, oh wow. The tweets coming out of this account, like, where is it located? Yeah. I'm like, um, I'll have a look for you. Because, like, she kept sending me messages. And I was like, have you tried Googling it? And she Googles the name of the Twitter account. And then she sends me the results. She's like, I don't get anything. And I was like, oh, I see. There's some probably, like, you know, some cyber tech shit that I've really got to do when I get home. Even though I've got no experience in IT. And really, she should have talked to my brother. Because, mm. um, you know, he's Asian too. And he works in IT. Yes, yeah. he fulfills that stereotype. <laughs> and then, um, so I go home and I research, and I'm like, how does one hack an IP? And like, how does one do this? And it was just kind of like, okay, well, if you don't know their geolocation on their Twitter, then you've got to track their IP address. And I was like, okay, Twitter, give me this guy's IP address. And the funny thing was, I just didn't ask any questions about why. Okay. Of like, right, so I, <laughs> I should have asked that maybe first. It's, maybe it's her boyfriend. Did you end up finding out? Did you end up finding out why? So basically, when I messaged her, all my results being like, this is how you would have to do you it. You fully did a whole dissertation on this. Yeah. Oh. And I sent it you have the experience. I'll do that for my family. Really? <laughs> my cousin asked me, he asked me for codes, but I'm like, no, you, you're rich. I mean, I feel like asking for, f- like, asking for codes and asking for phones, I'm like, they're two different things. Alicia's mm-hmm. not asking me to use my money. She's just asking me to use my time. Mm-hmm. And, you but know, time is money. money. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So really, I just played myself. But anyway, it was like, this is interesting to kind of find out about anyway, because, you know, a lot of it is kind of like, how can someone access my thing in like in fear of being stalked? And I was like, oh, I'm doing it the other way around today. I hope, you know, the CIA doesn't pick up on that or the FBI. And then... Um, I don't think they care that much. You know what? You say that. And I had a friend who's <laughs> like who had police come to his house because he'd like done so much research on really? Islam and Christianity. And like, this is what he told me when he called up to say that he was a Christian. Um, and he was like, yeah, uh, the police came to my house and asked me all sorts of questions because I'd done so much research on Islam. And I was like, oh, that's oh. just like, that's random. 
is random. Wait, it's, like see, they, if I re- research Islam or like something like too much, probably at the extent that he was doing that. Wait, um, but like, is it like just anyone researching Islam, or is it just like no, him specifically? Him because specifically of, because of the uh, probably the the sheer amount that he mm-hmm. res- like researched. Yeah. Islam. Oh, really? Yeah, because he he's insane. Like he's a newfound Christian. Oh. But he's like one what of those ones. He he's Sri Lankan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we know why. <laughs> And his family is like a Hindu background, and um, what's well, so like the MI five came to his house and like yeah, I've been like, why are you researching so much in Islam? Take it's it like from the police with the MI five. Look, I feel like it really escalated. They they know people yeah, like yeah, they know people. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> They are the people. They are the people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. No. I mean, like, I mean, like, to, well, from what I know, anyways. You remember the that guy that, like, um, you know, like years ago, where that guy killed, like, re, 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 Lee Rugby. Yeah, him. R.I.P. They Lee had Rugby. him. Yeah, they had him oh, on like. They, oh wait. Oh, shit, Stop laughing! Wow. Really no, up. but like they had oh, him. God. Explain the story. What happened? What's oh my god! Rugby? I'm so sorry. Oh, so oh, you didn't know? So basically, which country? What? This country? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it, it happened in Tottenham. Oh, you okay? You say oh. it. No, because I said his name wrong. Oh, okay. Lee Rigby. Yeah. Lee yeah. So yeah. like, say it in the style of the mirror, and then I'll know what's going on. All right. So listen up, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, that's disrespectful. What was the headline? What was mate? It was okay. So okay. So essentially. There was this fanatic guy who's crazy, essentially. Two. Uh, no, he was black. He was black and Muslim, right? Yeah, he was black and Muslim. And um, essentially, he... I don't know what his... I don't, I, to be honest, I don't really know what his agenda was, but I think he was trying to preach a message. And essentially, he killed a, um, a, um, a soldier who was Lee Rugby. Um, on like the streets of yeah, on the streets of like Tottenham. Yeah, it's Tottenham. Yeah, it's Tottenham. Yeah. I thought it was outside yeah. the barracks or something. Yeah, yeah it was outside the, the barracks. And but he I had a machete. Yeah, and he yeah. had a machete as well. So um, why did we? Oh yeah, so they had his name actually on like um like a data of like people that they're watching because I think months before that he went to like I don't know where they went to Sudan but he went to a country anyways and he had like his name on there but that's what I mean by they had people's yeah. names. It was two. Yeah, it yeah, was there was two, two of them. Um, Nigerian man who converted to Islam. Is this a video? Um, I remember there was video, and there was like a yeah. specific image. They That's had right. he he was talking to one of them was talking to the video, and he had like his bloody hands like up as he was trying to like preach something. Yeah, it was something about like murdering in the West and like murdering in the East or something like that. Yeah, something to do with payback. Or- what is she okay? doing? Michael. Oh, Michael. Um, oh. When she comes back, then we'll do intros yeah. and say yeah. something like... Um, I was going to say, there's been no uh, intro. Yeah. This yeah. is... Yeah, we, I don't think we started. Yeah, we kind of started, but yeah, half It's, it's um, good it's to have conversation. Yeah. yeah, it's gradual. Yeah. Uh, oh. Organic. Ooh. Um, we, we can say something like, this is... Um, you don't want to use that name anymore, do you? So what are you going to say? Make it noise, featuring loud women. <laughs> Are we being called loud women now? Uh, it was a suggestion. Women we don't now. have to go. I was going to say, like, we could... Um. <laughs> oh, why don't you just edit in afterwards? We could be, like, formally, no, formally known as Canterbame as yeah. a filler until yeah. we think of something. Oh, that's actually so sad. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. Oh, yeah. It's like an end of a chapter. Okay. Sure. That is sad, yeah. Not for me, but... Fair. Oh, for <laughs> 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 Deep just got in. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's do intros. Okay. Cool. Yeah, but this Lee Rigby shit is fucked up. I don't think soldiers yeah. should um, carry heat at all times. Are you serious? Heat. Like, heat. like the spray. No. <laughs> like, are you serious? Weapons. Huh? Oh, are you serious? Huh? I'm serious. No, not you. Her. No, he said he. He, he, he in the heat. spray. He, he, heat. Yeah. 
Not like deep when you're packing heat. Like there's a spray. There's a spray. Like this is that what you thought? Well, I knew what, that's what you were thinking. Yeah, that's exactly. Deep heat. Yeah, deep heat. Exactly. Hello. Okay. It's jokes. But yeah, I think soldiers should carry that because they're more targets than police sometimes. I don't know. They really need. Yeah, I think so. Who who comes after police though? I, 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 don't I don't really know. I, mean, I don't know. You've seen all the things that are coming out where, like, you know, police have been attacked by other people. I've not seen that. I've not seen that. Oh, that was a news report that came yeah. out a couple of days ago. And really? there was a debate yeah. on whether, like, police should was be the one about because... The, was it the one about stabbing? Mm. It was after, you know, the guy that died recently in Red Berkshire. Um, mm. He was, like... I can't remember his name, but basically he was a newlywed and like... Oh, uh, yeah, I think I've seen it. And then he died because the car was dragging him. The car? Yeah, so when he went to go Jesus. look for a burglary, like... Oh, I think I, I, think I saw his wife did like a little video. Yeah, because yeah. they just recently got married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, should we do intros? Yeah, we're 20 minutes in. So okay, yeah. cool. I don't uh, think I can minutes. after that. Did you hear what she said? Someone got dragged by a car. Yeah, that was a police car. Transition. There's so much crazy shit that we've done. It's, uh, it's, yeah... There's been a lot of sad news though lately. Yeah. yeah. All news is sad. What's the news? Yeah. news? The fucking rainforest. That's the saddest news. Oh. That, yeah, go vegan, that's guys. True. Go vegan. Okay. Yeah, that doesn't stop fires though. Stop shoving. Actually, to be fair, deforestation is mostly caused by the animal industry. So. What? Yeah. But I didn't just make that up. I'm no, actually serious. It's true. It's I didn't know any of that. Stop eating beef. Beef specifically. I don't eat beef. It's like the mass production of like. Not mass production. Mass. No, no, no. I mean, I'm not that far vegan. Mass. Oh, the mass production of like. Meat. And like the big corporations that are like pushing. That hundreds of animals do this and like there's so much meat waste but they're like yeah. trying to make space to like to raise more animals yeah. to fuck that's what I'm saying mass farming to raise more animals so that we have meat always as a constant but yeah. it's to, to a point like where they're doing more damage to the environment yeah. as before you could have like a cow and a couple of chickens in the backyard and it's good but these big corporations who own the meat industry now are like damaging the environment to the point that mm. That, like they're literally burning parts of the Amazon to create grass, like space for Boom. cows to for them to graze. Yeah, I'm just like down big corporations. Yeah. I want to have a farm. I mean, like yeah, but you buy from Primark sometimes. Me? Ooh, Ooh. I don't buy from Primark. <laughs> you know, you know what she's doing, I mean, dude. Like fast moving consumer. Oh like, no, but I'm trying not to. Also, what do you yeah, buy? Yeah, from from fast fashion Zara too. Also bad guys. Yeah. Are they? Bad. I thought they I do mean, like. I thought they do like the conscious thing. That, no. That's not fully conscious either. Really? It's also, that's yeah. mostly a marketing point. Yeah. I'm, and I mean, the most ethical H&M. way. Zara. They have like a H&M conscious where they basically like use recycled like clothes. Yeah, yeah. Nisha, sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was going to say like the most like, you know, economical and like kind of like least harmful way to buy clothes is just to buy them secondhand. Yeah. And just like, True. and like upcycle, recycle, swap. Yeah. There's mm. like so many clothes that go to waste. And it's like, you know, the, the whole idea when you're back at school, it's like, oh yeah, donate your clothes, we'll send them to Africa. And then like, I think I remember new, reading a news article. It's like stop sending us your clothes. Like, oh really? This is not yeah. what we need yeah. anymore. Yeah. You keep oh. they get sent so much. Oh really? Yeah, and it's just kind of like this is not the aid that we need. Like, what do they need? Money? What do they need? It's they like, need infrastructure. They, they need, need investment. Mm. They yeah. need education. They don't need and the second hand goods. 
It's, it, okay, yeah, it's really hard to get in it's on a high level. Absolutely, mm. but it doesn't mean that there's not space for change. People mm. are in the countries that are being suppressed that actually try and make yeah. change. Yeah, and but they, like, they end up like being the killed. They get being sent by the government either. But they end up being killed though. Yeah. They they end up they, uh sorry, the people that want to make change end up being killed though. And I was actually having like this discussion um with like I was, I was having this discussion a few days ago and like about how if you want to actually change politics in most African nations, you know, those are the people that are being killed. The people who are trying to get into politics, the people who are trying to make the change are always the ones that are being killed. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You've seen The Widow? No. Mm. What's that? It's good. It just like, it's, it's, a, it's a BBC show, but it sort of goes into the politics of Africa. Okay. Um, I basically just found my husband. That's <laughs> I don't think it was that bad. Damn you're talking right, you're no, right at the mic and you're just chewing. No, but I've been moving forward and swallowing. Yeah, just like swallowing. The, swallow. When you swallow. just like lean oh. forward. You know what? At least I, I was. I forgot. It's because I was just speaking. I'm sorry. Like, you know what it is? Commute my mic for that time. I'm going to introduce ourselves. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yes, okay. I was going to say, that can be um, ASMR right now. Okay. Let's introduce ourselves. Wait, but. And it's not me doing all the day. Either. Wait, wait, wait. Deep, what were you saying quickly before we introduce ourselves? <laughs> the widow. Widow. He says a lot. The widow. Oh, yeah, just go and watch it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and on that note. Uh, on that note. Uh, hi, I'm blessed. Oh, okay. Oh, sure. Okay. Alice, have yeah. a second of silence and then you go first. Okay, okay should we clap? Let's clap. Hello. Hello. Left me out. I didn't know we were gonna sing. We literally said harmonize. <laughs> Where were you? When did you say harmonize? Literally just, just before now. we harmonized. Shall we just do, we do, we do this thing? Yeah. Like, no, no, it's okay. Let's we need we need your bass tones. We need your bass tones. Heard you sing. Bring it in. We've heard we've heard your famous Papa Dom song. Oh my god! You know what? I was watching it on the train. I haven't seen this. We'll play it. We'll play it. We'll play that as our intro. Just eat thingy. I didn't know that you made it for time. Oh, that's good. Okay, come oh, on, harmonize. Right. 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 Hi. And who I am. You literally just said my name. Sorry, who are you though? Okay, whoever's listening. Can someone come and collect on because she's really in a spicy mood. I don't know who she wants to fight. It's the wine. It's the wine. She's feeling herself. Bro, I told you I'm a lightweight. Hi, I'm Blessing. Yourself. Hello, my name is Omolade. Hi, I'm Dami, aka Dam's the writer. Okay. Everyone add your handles. Oh yeah, sorry, uh, she's a crown. Yeah. Wait, 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 that's, that might be, wait, let's start again. <laughs> <laughs> well, are we going to cut this? We are, but okay, we, cool. we, we have right. to have some structure. Gonna, okay, cool. I don't know. Okay, you go ahead yeah, first then, go ahead. Blessings, say, say what's going on. Like, this is a <laughs> podcast with... Shambles. Yeah. Formal, <laughs> formally. Known as Canter Babes. Yes. Yep. Okay, yes, go ahead. Okay. Do the Hi, everyone. I'm Blessing. Um, we're here today with your former, former Canter Babes. Those formerly known as Canter Babe. And now we shall introduce ourselves. Hi, my name is Omalade. <clears throat> At She's a Crown. 
follow me on Twitter, Instagram, maybe even Facebook as well. I really oh my God. <laughs> okay. Hi, I'm Dami, aka Dam's the writer. I am only on Instagram and it's actually private, so you have to request now. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Hi, my name is Nisha. I am also known as Halal Harami, but you may now find me uh, blessing the waves of SOAS. Oh, yeah, she's signed her so masters. What language is SOAS? <laughs> SOAS is actually the language. The my words, my English words, my Bengali words, my Indian words. Because, you know, Indian is definitely a language. She's signed her masters in SOAS. <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. <laughs> but I was like, why would you say that? Because I said Indian. I know, I was like, no. What does that mean? I'm confused about so white people. So us is a no. school of Oriental and African studies. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I thought, oh, I thought wow. you didn't know. Yeah, yeah, me was until she told me. Oh, oh, this is why making yeah, noise exists. Like yes. 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 Which brings us myself. to the last yes. person who's introduced themselves. Yeah. My name is Deep, um, aka Moist U, aka <laughs> Sing Shady. Um, okay. You're listening to. Making noise podcasts with formerly known as Canter Bame, mm-hmm. but they haven't got a name yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've been trying to come up with names, but they've all been kind of whack. It's actually Ooh. not true. Please don't believe me. We all are creatives in our minds. All, all are different strains of creative. And the thing is, we need to come together. I liked loud women personally, but Nisha just said a really good name though. Destiny's wild. Destiny's wild. Talking women. She's not listening. She yeah. don't care. Sorry, what? <laughs> 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 just, I mean, sorry, Nisha just said a really good name. Go said, tell, tell them. I said Destiny's Wild. Why Destiny's Wild? Sounds like a band. Destiny's Child, but you know, Destiny is wild. And that's where we are today. I can be the Michelle. <laughs> Why would you, you always want to be Because she turned into a gospel like, singer. Destiny is something There you go. It's an oxymoron. Very confusing. It's juxtaposed. Why do you Therefore, always, it's you know so deep. We're not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> and um, what else is deep? The scholar, the, the scholar of our kin. The scholar of our kin? The of our skin. It's actually called a spoonerism. Okay, let's just carry on. What, one second, we'll get back to you. Thank so, uh, if you've listened to Canterbane before, which you should have, which I'm <laughs> hoping you should have, you might recognize our voices. Mm-hmm. And if you've listened to Making Noise before, you definitely recognize Deep's voice. Mm-hmm. But this is a little bit of a crossover that we're doing. This yeah. is Making Noise slash Canterbane. We're an international Canterbane, guys. Okay. Making Noise. Yeah, but these no, guys are like juice. veterans, isn't it? You've only got two episodes. You've got like 60 or something. you got two episodes. They're very good episodes. I really thought that you were like. But the thing is, you keep talking about. Oh, you wait. talk about important things. It's yeah. not like yeah. wait. Can you actually? I know. I know. I big myself all, yeah. all the time, but oh, now I'm just being humble right now. No, 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 no. We're not doing humble. You've done more. Like, how many have you done? I think it would actually be really interesting to get to know more about you. Like, what do you do? About myself, you know what I mean. Like, what was your podcast about? You know, what do you do in your spare time? Auntie, this isn't a meet and chat. This is a quick basic thing. Because this is a crossover, so we have to cross over and get to know each other. We have to cross over and get to know each other. Weekly, right? Sat down and counted. Since you're eighty, yeah, we've got that on SoundCloud. We do. We do. Right. When I was born and counted. Oh, blessing. I was very dummy. Like n- numbers them for you so you can just scroll through them. Oh, actually, yeah, we do, don't we? That probably makes sense, but yeah, that's not what I did. So, um, if you'd like to follow yeah. our conversation today, I think you should check out our Twitters at Canterbame and also... At Deep Gusto, D-E-E-P-G-U-S-T-O. 
Do you also oh, have gosh. one for making noise? No, I don't. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I'll I was actually that. trying to look yeah, for it the other day while I was doing promo, and I was like, "Where's making noise? Why am I no, getting I should, these mm. other things?" You should make, a, really make social media for that. That's yeah, but it's, yeah. Part, it's part of my brand, so right at the moment, I'll leave uh, it for now. Uh, what is your brand actually, Deep? Um, fashion, comedy, um, just doing things that people don't often do. I was gonna say you do really have a really like nice fashion weird. sense. Thank you. But um, yeah. I just do weird stuff. Like I'm 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 a creep. I'm a weirdo. Okay. I'm also a nice guy. But you I seem think like everyone you. like everyone is more than one thing. So like, mm-hmm. you, like sometimes I'm this, sometimes I'm that. But overboard I'm like a nice guy. But we hope so anyway. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say, I, wasn't gonna <laughs> say, I really like your haircut like, as there's well. There's no there's no one word that can describe each of you. Mm. That's, That's true. very true. Mm. Mm. Okay. So I just like to do like you know like stand up comedy. I did that for about a year. Oh, oh did you? Oh, oh. oh. Uh, just around Camden, like pubs and clubs mm. and stuff. Okay. Uh, like, Were you what good? What kind of comedy was it? It's like observational stuff. Mm. What's observational stuff? Um, stuff that I experience. Okay. So like I don't know. Can you tell us a joke? Oh, oh you're asking him to do oh, a set you now. Hear a joke? Oh, do you want to hear a joke? Do you want to hear a joke? No. Okay. Uh, He's, she's asking you if you want to hear. Oh, okay. 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 She's getting ready. What do you call a nosy pepper? Jalapeno business. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay, wait, 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 wait. I've got more, I've got more. Okay. You know some cheese ones. What do you, what do you, ones. okay, what do you call a fake noodle? I don't know. An impasto? Impasto, that's yeah. <laughs> 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 See, sometimes it's not, the, it's not the joke they get to you. It's yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, after it's a story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I really hope the sound engineer heard that because he's Italian. Who? The, the guy that's here. Oh, is he Italian? Yeah, he's Italian. Oh, yeah. I feel like we're fully trying to like conversation with him. I was like, you're Italian. He's like, yeah. I'll try and think of more. But how do you say half a year in Spanish? How? Have a year. I'm gonna take that um, one. <laughs> but yeah, back to me. Okay, yeah, 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 back to him. Back to him. Sorry, yeah, back to him. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, stand up comedy for a bit, but just like I've been doing oh, sketches since like uni. Um, so gonna release another show. Um, well, I'm doing the podcast, and mm. also, um, me and my wife have a show called Right Side of the Bed. So we're bringing oh. that. Back. We've got a few episodes. It's just too busy, man. I don't know how people do all this content and work full time. Yeah, I was literally going to exhaust it, man. Like, I was doing this, uh, I've got this character called Blowski. He's like a gay drill rapper. Mm. And I, oh. I, I feel like I'm fighting for... What happened? Uh, no, like, I just love the idea. Sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like I'm fighting for the rights of like LGBT That's somehow. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask though. Some what people think I'm taking the piss, but I, I am a little bit. But okay. I think you have to take the piss a little bit and then it transforms into something that can be embedded in society. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, you toe the line and then you start a conversation. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. You've done. Like, Absolutely. The reason I do it is to make people like grime artists. There's a, there's a lot of homophobia in like mm-hmm. in grime and like with I feel like in I'm stereotyping but Jamaican males mm. or like uh, African males not so much. I don't oh, know. Oh really? I don't know. I don't know who's who to be fair. <laughs> well, yeah. well, there's so many, there's so no, many problematic racism, things racism, coming not, out it's within within the I music industry. How do you know things. all these who all these artists are? Like, do you know which ones are Jamaican, which ones are what like? Is, yeah. For, yeah. For example, Burner Boy might not. Uh, where's he from? He's Nigerian. He's Nigerian. Yeah. 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 See. Also, I but the thing is, I'm saying there is in like the Jamaican, um, what's it called, um, society. Mm-hmm. Chichi culture. Man, that stuff, that culture. 
it's not so much like held in respect homosexuality. Okay, I would. Uh, I'm, 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 it's my opinion. I think that. I mean, for me, and from what I know, anyways, and you know. some African cultures, homophobia is very, very strong. Yeah, like, very Christianity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but also just like say, you yeah. can back up a bit because yours is loud. So oh, sorry. Be like, oh, it's, it's okay. It's okay because I don't want to like on a levels too much. Okay. No, no, you're fine. Just no, stay here. Cool, you're good. Cool. Yes. Passion, okay. Sorry. No, I was gonna say that like no, I mean, I think it's just even culture as well. I don't know if it's just Christianity per se because there's some people who are not actually Christians who are very homophobic, yeah. and some people who are even atheists as well, and they're also very homophobic. So I think it's more of a culture and also just like Where ignorance. You think? I want to say colonization because obviously, oh yeah, yeah. From what yeah. I, but then yeah, a lot of I mean, colonization was in built on where, the back of Christianity. Um, it was yeah, one of the laws that's as well. That's the why I think, I think it's, I think it's a, I think it's a lot of like repealing that because there are a lot of places where homo- homo- mm, homosexuality okay. was like fine. Mm. It was like it was just accepted as part of the norm, and then yeah. Christianity came in with the colonization, and they were yeah. like, no, this is a sin. This is against what is written in the Bible. Then a lot of those countries adopted Christianity. And then the colonizers that came over, then their society became like, oh no, we should be open and we should be Mm. loving. But you've left your very extreme like (laughs) views of what religion and sexuality should be back in those countries. I don't know why, I don't know where I got this from, but I don't know why I I felt like sexuality and like gender fluidity was, like gender was very fluid um, before colonization. Yeah. I don't know where I got that from. I don't know where it's from I, things fall apart or I, oh I don't God. know where I, I read, read it. That. I've read I, like yeah. two out of three but now. I think it's more a case of roles are fluid rather oh, than actual what gender do you mean? identity. You know, there used to be a lot of homosexuality. Oh, yeah. And then that's why they started using olive oil. Spartans, etc. You know that era? Oh, yeah. 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 And they did stuff with little boys and shit and it was yeah. just normal. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't think there was any defined rules on sexuality then. Someone must have defined the rules at one point. I mean, the well, col- Christianity did. Yeah, yeah. Like Christianity rules the world. You know? I think what Malade was saying is about the African culture that there mm. is definitely something about fluidity mm. in terms of like gender roles. But mm. I don't know if it's gender identity because people basically just did what they did and they didn't really think about this person's doing this, this person's doing that, mm. unless it was something they thought was backed by biology. Mm. It's just when the colonizers came in, they were like, "Well, this is what we think women are." And mm. they kind of enforced that, and it just mm. trickled down, and it's still very much there. Mm. So you see people in Africa that treat their women how people in Britain treat the women. You're like, how mm. is this something that's still hanging over them? Mm. And they think it's rooted in their country's identity, but really they got the idea from somewhere else. Because I also it doesn't think make sense for their culture sometimes. But the thing is, I feel like a lot of people hide behind culture and like tradition for like the way that they are. As, like, mm. like There's some men who hide behind like, oh, this is how I have to be as a Nigerian man. Yeah. As opposed to you're just a misogynistic kind of person. Yeah. And that's not actually how you have to be. Because for so me, again, what does that mean? like if you're like, how do you define misogynistic? Like kind of, yeah, like a woman hate, yeah, like woman hating or like yeah, yeah, you just regard women as like substandard and like you know like lower class. Mm. There, there's some people that like are just like just like that and was trying like say oh that's tradition or that's how I am as an individual, but really and truly you can unlearn all those different values and those Absolutely. different ideals. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I'm doing like a little bit of a history lesson and. Henry VIII made passed a law making male homosexuality punishable wives, yeah. by death. Yeah. Say that again. Six um, wives. Henry VIII passed Eight, a law no. making male homosexual activity punishable by death. Mm. Yeah. So that's how that so was like the first. Basically, law Henry was like, um, "Fuck Catholic, like fuck Catholicism," because I want to get married again mm-hmm. yeah. and get you more S religion. and yeah. you know create mm. more STIs for myself. 
and also I want other I don't want other people to have fun. Man just hated everyone. Yeah. And he would have had most of his wives. Must have been really Two bad karma when his Two son died early. He killed four, but yeah. Did he kill four? Wait, he did he? Did he beheaded wait, died. did he behead them himself, or was it like oh, someone no, else? Divorce beheaded died. Divorce, divorce beheaded survived. So he killed two. Oh, divorced sorry. two. Did you guys? You know, in primary school, did you guys get to like paint those Tudor rows? Like make a Tudor rose yeah. and paint yeah. one. Yeah. I, I don't know just, why. It's not relevant to my life. Something else we talk about with history. Um, before we go further, I feel like Nisha should ask. Oh yeah, one of our favorite questions from our podcast. Yeah. Hold on a minute. I should okay. probably record. He looks this scared. Don't worry. So deep. Okay. Wait for you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hold What's on. Who's it for? It's for you. Wow. The oh. question's for you. Wow. No, no, no. But like. You're ruining this. Oh, Canterbury. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You're ruining my effect that I have on people. Okay. All right. So deep. Okay. Here she goes. Where are you really from? <laughs> That's where the sandwich. <laughs> it's got the sandwich. <laughs> okay. Where are you really from? Deep. I don't know, friend. Um, where I'm really from. Um, Where are you really from, Deep? Uh, Croydon. No, Where no, like really, really from. Really from. I was born here. No, deep. like really, really, Where like where your family from? from? Oh, Punjab, India. Okay. Why would you? That did not help. <laughs> <laughs> but I like. You're actually the first what, person. But that's no, no. just a <laughs> I like how that is like a stereotypical way because when a white person be asking where you're really from, when you go London, they keep digging and pushing. Yeah, so, so I actually like to go like, like where your parents from. Roots. Oh, yeah. Okay. What's the yeah. point of this question? It's just it's part of like what, our show. Yeah. But what answer were you hoping for? Like, uh, you thought I was no, 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 like it's, we're just literally oh, like trying yeah, to yeah, like yeah. make a fun of like the whole where are you really from question. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not clued up to this. What's this? Oh, it's part oh. of like what? so obviously for Canterbury, where we were talking about BAME Canterbury. experiences, yeah, 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 from you know, ah, oh, it's a theme that you've got, going. Oh. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. students yeah. in Canterbury. I have so it's a like, few episodes, but I don't think I caught on to that. It's all right, don't worry about it. Sorry, man. Have you never had someone ask you where you're really from? Really? really? People have actually. But then again, I don't know whether it's just my accent. You know, white people. Yeah. You know, also brown people. Actually, yeah, a lot of people. People just ask. People like they call Paki and stuff. That's about it. Nobody says where you really from, and the people say talk Indian. (laughs) We talk Indian. Talk Indian. Talk Indian. Talk Indian. Yeah, people used to think Indian's a language. Still, some people still think that. Yeah, yeah. I had one friend that thought in all Indian, all Indians were Hindi. Really? Yeah. They knew nothing about partition. People's intelligence sometimes. How long have you been? Sorry, you overestimate. How long have you been friends with them? And I used to that person. Yeah, from school. So Mm. what? You just known them for all this time, and they hadn't like been clued up at all. No. It's Mm. mad, isn't it? Yeah. People live in like their own boxes. Yeah. And to be fair, like a lot of Indian people are like they're sheltered from the world sometimes. Mm. That's how you grow Mm. up ignorant, and that's like in you, like you know, working in the SU, like. cultures try and stick together sometimes mm. like the Sikh committee mm. and like mm. the oh, yeah. Islam committee mm. they don't like it when you hang out with people from uh, other races that, that's how I experienced yeah. the City Uni they were like what, what university did you go to? City oh. Angel oh um, okay were you, yeah. were you, so did you live in London before you went to that university? no no I like, oh okay yeah, yeah. okay yeah. Mm-hmm. but just you commuted but yeah how did That's you find going to that? Because I, I don't know, like, in terms of demographics, how diverse the university is. Cause Very diverse. I always imagine, like, London universities are probably more diverse yeah. than mm-hmm. being in Canterbury, where, mm-hmm. you know... Yeah, yeah, where it's, like, 90%, 90% white? Ah, uh, pretty much, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when students are not there, it's pretty much mainly white. How much racism did you experience, though, or none? 
I got experience. We experienced a lot, to be yeah. honest. Like there was from one other time. Girls or boys? No, just like in, just from like locals, just from yeah, locals. Like oh, no, 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 no just like locals, just oh, like yeah. like, the, like the locals yeah. are very, very racist. And even yeah. like in my yeah. job as well, I've also experienced like a lot of um, backlash as well from even students and like from the locals as well. So like there was one time where I went to so Medway is where we have an, our other campus, mm. and I was walking home. And literally, someone like shouted like the N word to me, mm-hmm. and I was literally, I was like, kind of because sh- no one has ever called me that ever in my life. Like, no one has ever shouted that to me ever in my life. Like, I know people call you know other black people like that that word, yeah, yeah. but no one has ever shouted that to me. So I just really stood there for like a good two minutes, just like confused because it's, it's like it's like when you sort of have like racial hatred or like yeah. like slurs shouted at mm-hmm. you, you I think you find it really hard to believe. Because obviously you hear about racism and you hear about people experiencing it, but you never think it's going to happen to you sometimes. You, you sort of think it happens to other people, mm. but maybe not me per se. Mm. Like, yeah. you know that it happens, but you never really experience it. And I think when I sort of experienced that, I was so scared to like walk home. And even like being in my job right now as well, mm. there's like certain things that I have to tread very lightly in terms of saying, because people can interpret it very right. wrongly. So uh, there was one time we were sort of having like a, like a scrutiny panel and there was so someone sort of asked like, oh, why did we not ban a certain um, speaker from coming to our university, which was Monroe Buckford. So she's like the first trans model in like the UK. And because, she, you know, she got backlash because she said the statement of like, oh, white people are racist. And mm-hmm. essentially people didn't obviously people didn't really understand what she meant in terms of like systemat- systemically. Like, all white people are racist. Like, you know, Mm. when you're born, you're born into, like, a racist world. But people didn't understand the complexity of that. So people were like, oh, why would you allow someone like that to come to our university and speak? Like, who was speaking hatred? But for me, I understood where she was coming from in in that. But I had to kind of tread very lightly because if I said I understood where she was coming from, people would then say, I don't like... Yeah, like, I'm a sympathizer and I don't like white people rather than I understand where she's coming from because her experience will probably influence a lot of the ways that she feels. So... But do you yeah. think like it's a danger when you oversimplify things? Because I think I oversimplify everything. Like I, I feel I'll like say you something, ha- and I'm like, damn, that's not right. But I, I don't mean that. I mean like the connotations of I that feel like, phrase that I just said. I feel like you have to oversimplify things in terms of race. You have to oversimplify it for like white people. You have to oversimplify it for people who might not be in your group. So even like not even just race, but even like gender fluidity and like you know um, being a gay person or being a lesbian or um, being like um, non-binary as well. You have to oversimplify mm. all those things. Because for someone who has grown up in a world where it's very binary and, like, you know, you're white and you're middle class and literally, like, the world is set for you, you might not understand other people's experiences. And for you to sort of get them to understand your experience, you have to break it down for them. And for mm. me, I don't... I, for me, anyways, I don't really like explaining racism to white people because I feel like you can read and you can, like, research about these different yeah, things. And it gets very exhausting as well. Yeah, it's no. also not my job as well. But sometimes you do get into, like, those Twitter keyboard wars and, like, you're, like, you know, you're wrong and all that mm. kind of stuff. Sorry, what were you yeah. saying? But I was, like, uh, <coughs> on episode one of my podcast, I was mm. talking to... Um, um, uh, his name's uh, Darkwa. Uh, mm-hmm. And he his... his um, uh, drag name is Dip the Oreo, okay. so Dip the Oreo, um, and he was saying that because he does what he does, and he's a gay black man mm. and he does drag, mm. he has to sort of be an ambassador. Yeah. Because if you stand for something, like if you're a, uh, I don't know, um, a transgender mm. vegan mm. something, mm. something else is quite like mm. niche. Mm you're kind of expected to know what you stand for yeah. if people ask and represent and your people, your, yeah. your 
Uh, and it can get very exhausting as well. I mean, in my job, so there's literally about five BME, so like black, Asian, minority, I think, mm. people in like the whole company. And this year or last year was like the first ever time they've had a very diverse team in that mm-hmm. majority of the people on the team were black and the minorities were essentially like white people. And I felt like things like Black History Month or like cultural sort of like multicultural sort of issues had to go through us. Like we had to sort of veto it or we had to be the ones Mm. that sort of lead on it. And for me, as much as, yes, I do love celebrating Black History Month, sometimes it gets very exhausting just being the diversity person or Mm. being the Mm. person that has to just do Black History Month all the time. Mm. Sometimes you want other people to do it. Like you don't want to be just... You want white people in charge of Black History Month? I mean, no. No, but I want them to at least try and educate them you know there are some people that that, about race yeah no but i don't mind them like you don't want you don't want them to just pass it on to you yeah i don't want to oh yeah you're black so you can do black history month i want it to be a situation where you're Mm. teaching yourself but also you're trying to actually understand some of the issues that we actually experience rather than just passing it to a black person you're saying you're black so you can just do Mm. black history month or you know, you're Muslim, so you can just do, like, the ISOC events, mm. or you can help the ISOC, you know, do the events for them. Oh, so I, Islam society. society. Yeah. And, like, you would want the white, like, the white person to get involved. In yeah. This. It's not, like, pass it on to you and then be like, okay, that's yours. Yeah. Actually be in there and, like, listen to what the other black people in the room want to say and what want to happen. I was going to say that. I think it's, it can also change the narrative of, like, as much as, yes, Black History Month is a space for black people to celebrate their culture and, you know, their history... It's also a space for white people to also challenge majority of the things that they believe, i.e. their privilege, but also like the, the beliefs that they have. And I feel like a lot of white people see Black History Month as like not their own space, which mm. is true. But also you can, it's also a space for you to sort of educate yourself. I feel like they need to see like all these cultural months mm. as like mm. a space to educate themselves rather than just, a oh, place to separate yeah, yeah. Th- a place to separate themselves. Because for me anyways, if I'm hosting a Black History Month event, I will never say don't come in because you're white. I expect you to come yeah, in there to come and educate yourself. Yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> so, but I feel like those event, those like um, celebrations should be as big as Christmas. Do you know yeah, what I mean? like essentially, yeah. like they're more important. Mm. That's why they're slowly like getting rid of Christmas from schools and stuff and, oh, really? and workplaces. Mm. You know, like um, not the the Christianity behind Christmas. Oh. So like people uh, like schools are not allowed to sing hymns. Oh. Like, oh. Uh, like uh, Christmas carol, like mm. um, Christian. What are they called, man? I'm not like fair. a spokesperson for this thing, but research it, innit? <laughs> I don't know anyone at school age, so I don't know any of this stuff. Yeah. Mm. Say again? I don't know anyone at school age. Oh, the youngest no. person in my house is 19. Oh. Oh. All we talk about is uni and etc. No, maybe oh. we should bring a young person on here. We should. They like, are generation like Z. A, like, I have my little girl. She's 13. Yeah, about? they are. Like, what are they? Like, what are you? How old are you guys? 23. 22. How old are you? 30. Oh, that's not that old. Yeah. Yeah, but you guys are young. Right. Yeah, but, but about like young, like like teenagers. Like teenagers. Like what do they know? To be honest, oh, they're, they're oh, like the new. They know more than we knew yeah. at their age. Yeah. You know, like you know the. Nah. Oh my gosh! Wow. Are they educated? But the thing 
things. Do you yeah. remember like all the Baby things you were shark. talking about and thinking about at that age? They code as well now. They yeah. code. Yeah. What's code. Oh, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean? Code they make this. apps. Do they? Oh, oh my, oh, Gen schools. Z are the most tech savvy. Going, yeah, really? From, like for since my generation, since I was. No, like, no, they are more tech savvy than everyone else before them. Oh, like at the age of eleven. Yeah. Well, to be honest, I so we actually so at work we actually got this presentation done for us about like Generation Z because as a student union we had to kind of like change up whatever we're doing for, like, the new cohort students. Mm-hmm. And, like, they actually say that, like, Gen Z are, like, their main concerns is, like, money and, like, mental health is, like, really, really key to them. Mm-hmm. And they try and, like, yeah. manage, like, their well-being. They're also the first generation that have, like, been born in a um, an internet age. So, yeah. like, they were born with, like, a mobile phone in their hand compared yeah, yeah, to, like, yeah, us yeah. where, you know, we've had we, to, like, yeah, we had, like, MSN or, like, Bebo or, like, mm-hmm. you know, we've... High five. Yeah. yeah. Hi, I remember high five. I know high five. <laughs> I know high five. Yeah. Oh, what's that? It's one of those social media thingies. Social media. Oh, it was orange. I think it was orange. What do you but do yeah. on it? It's just like WhatsApp. No, like you oh. know, it's like MSN. It's all right. Oh. But I think you, didn't you have a page? You had a high five page. I, I just remember Pixo. the name so clearly, but I don't remember what it was oh. like. I, I did anyone have a Pixel page? I had Pixel. I tried to learn HTML. I did not remember anything I learned. I knew color codes and stuff as well at the time. I used to make my MSN name like Rainbow I feel like when I came to the UK, that was sort of like when MSN and like MySpace was dying. Oh, okay. Maybe. Yeah. It's not even... If you're building a website, I don't think it's social media. Because it's like, you come to this page... No, Pixel's not social media. That's like WordPress. I'm from third grade. Pixel was like WordPress. Wow. Was from nursery. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it since nursery. And he left to go to big school. No, to be fair, you could connect with people, but it was more yeah. about building uh, a webpage. Okay, uh, let's get into one of the topics that we're planning yeah. to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Let's so dive in. Let's when you were going back to, yeah. um, I need to clarify the statement. Teenagers do know stuff, yeah. but I, there's a lot of talk about not having hope for like the next generation. So oh, because it's kind of well. Because like we have twelve YouTubers years left in the world was... before climate change like kills us all. Is it twelve? Yeah, we've got twelve years to change our our ways. That's you know, it's true. We've got twelve years. That's why you've got that Greta wow. girl touring around the whole of the Greta world. Greta girl. <laughs> I don't know her name. Greta Thunberg. <laughs> yeah, that's why you said no Greta girl. <laughs> Not really a big fan of her. <laughs> I yeah. am. I don't. I don't know because I feel like there's been so many different people that have been talking about climate change. So I don't really know what's special about her. So she's like Greta 16. Thunberg, that's what's special. Uh, she is a Swedish activist who, at age 15, began protesting outside the Swedish parliament in August 2018 about the need for immediate action to combat climate change. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Wikipedia. I saw a new, I saw a BBC article about this black girl who's actually like been campaigning about climate change for like years. I believe and, you. Yeah, and like. Oops. I don't want to make it a race thing, but... But you know what? Let's, let's make well. it a race thing, actually, because that does happen. No, yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. I feel like He's when white like, women talk like about... an ambassador for um, climate change. Let's so talk about Jane that. Long time. Since, like, since, like, Who? Um, Jane Goodall. Oh, no, we don't like her. Oh. She was very I mean, rude on Big Brother. You know the one oh, you know burning, like... Jane Goody or Jane Goodall? Oh, which one? Wait, what's I'm talking about the... Jane Goody. Jane Goodall. I watched the documentary the other day. It was mad. Yeah, I know. They were burning, They were burning, like, yeah. They were burning, like, That's a good way to kind of dive into what Okay, let's dive more. So everyone remembers Jade Goody. Yeah, and yes. B- Big Brother and yeah. Shil Pachetti. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we all. I feel like. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm not co-signing that. I feel like different facets of society have a different way they view the whole Jay Goody thing. Mm. So a lot of people of color they remember her for the racist, like racism, what happened in the house, yeah. and then a lot of white people, especially with this documentary, they're focusing on the fact like. 
oh, Jade was misunderstood. And, oh, oh my please. gosh. And everything that happened in her childhood, which granted, that's fair. What happened in her childhood? Her parents were drug addicts. Okay. Um, yeah, and she was like, she was like rolling for them when th- she was a kid. That's like not five. an excuse to be Yeah, away. I'm sorry, but and we can't keep excusing everything white Everything that happened, which I do grant that when she died, like obviously we became more aware about HPV and all the injections started. And I definitely... So it's like, cancer, uh, it's like um, female cancer. Human papilloma virus. Is that what she died from? Y- yeah, she got cervical cancer. I think it came from... Mm. Like Don't they give the injections TV. now for that? And that's because Jade Goody really? made it world known. Oh, yeah, so that's okay. what, that's one thing that I... So that's one thing that a lot of people like credit her for, like making like HPV injections like a more like well-known thing. Okay. And a more like people are more aware of it. Mm-hmm. But with that documentary, it really showed me like two sides of the country that I remember her for, the racism and the ones that I remember her as like the people's rough around the edges kind of princess. <laughs> yeah. mm. You know, I asked Google, I was like, what was Jade Goody famous for? Oh dear. Um, so let me give you the description that good like, that Google has given mm-hmm. everyone who wants to know who she is. Mm-hmm. Jade Goody, an, ob- an obscure dental technician who paralyzed, who paralyzed, par- par- why did I say paralyzed? You have an English who degree, you know. An appearance. Don't, don't come for her. <laughs> 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 Stop it, I'm all adding. Literature or language? World literature. An obscure dental technician who parlayed an appearance on the British reality television show Big Brother uh, into a career as a full-time celebrity. I had no idea that was a job. Mm. Um, yes, even Exactly. Even as she became terminally <laughs> ill, died of cervical cancer early Sunday at her home in Essex, she was 27. Mm. So she's not famous, according to Google, for her racism. Well, Google would never say that. Yeah. Why not? Say that. They would no. never say that. Why not? Type, good okay, stuff type, about type in, type in fucking, what's his name? Uh, Jim will fix it. Who? Jimmy Stavell. Jimmy Stavell. Oh, no. I'm, I'm sorry. Not, it's not going to say can't. he was a famous paedophile. It's not going to say that. It's going to talk about his I show. I feel like it will talk about who he was and then like posthumously, honestly, whatever. I think what I just find really, really like piss-taking about that is that they found out about all of that when he died. Like, he was never put to trial. Yeah, Yeah, he was never put to trial. Money. He was never... really. Everyone paid everyone off. That's why you couldn't really fight MJ because he just paid people off. There's loads of kids that took him to court. I was listening to the... Do you listen to the Receipts podcast? Have you heard Uh, of the Receipts? Not in a while. Okay, so so one of them, Audrey, she's like a big uh, Michael Jackson fan. And she finds it really like she doesn't she finds it really hard to believe like you know like you know Michael Jackson was that type of person. And I think for me, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. But I knew you know, I kind of agree with you. No, I'm kind of. I don't I, know. I mean, I, I'm, in middle, I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle because I don't. With boys, yeah. Uh, sorry. Sorry. Wait, sorry. Wait, we were talking about Michael Jackson. Time ago. I think it was the Oprah in, Oprah That's interview. Or, I don't know which one it was. He was like, um, I don't mind sleeping. Uh, I sleep naked with, um, with if there's someone in the bed with me. I don't mind, but we don't touch. Oh we no, just that's, that actually just. Did he, but he said that, that he slept TV. with boys in the Research bed. It. Yeah, he said he slept with boys in the bed. We'll sleep together, we'll have sleepovers. Oh no, that's disgusting. We have sleepovers. Oh, uh, that's disgusting. Hey, they're going to detour back to. Yeah, <laughs> let's just get back to where we were coming from. <laughs> so, okay, wait, hold on. Why is Jade Goody. Why, why does society have these different like opinions of her? These different goggles they view her through? That's my question. I mean, that's what happens right. after you die. You try and, like, present the best out of them rather mm. than the worst. It's like, mm. oh. What? Oh, okay. Oh, oh, yeah, I was like, 
Blessing is moving her head really far away from the mic. I don't know why she's doing it. Basically, yeah, so what I think is like, you know, base after death, you know, this like this person that might have died might have been the most horrible person. You go to the funeral and you only hear good things about them and what they did. And I feel like that's what happens with a lot of celebrities after they die. Like everyone t- like tends to gloss over all the shit that they did. And then just remember like the last parts of like their life where it's just like, oh, it was a struggle. Oh, I don't want to tell you about racism. Yeah. yeah. It's just like completely kind of like, it re- they really glossed over Jade Goody. I think it depends on the case. race of the person in question. Yeah. So for example, if Bill Cosby died now, mm, people would, would, they would be talk a lot about, yeah. about the stuff that happened more recently or the stuff that came out more recently mm-hmm. rather than all the achievements he has. Yeah. So because it's a white woman. But that mm. washes it out. Exactly. That, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That I don't even remember. Washes all that out. I don't even remember like. Bill Cosby's like achievements to be honest all I remember him we're not we're just... not old enough to really know that's the reason yeah. if you were like in your 40s you would... oh really like, yeah stand comedians like uh, a show. I know he had the sh- I know he had that show but like for he, me he I just wanted to buy for NBC. me that's how yeah that's what I know was. about him but for me the only thing I know about him is just the fact that he like drugged women and, and that's what I was about to say so couldn't someone say not saying this is my opinion mm. but couldn't someone say that drugging women is a lot worse than Calling someone what a, what Jade Goody called, oh definitely. So I guess maybe, maybe they, they say that. I guess the maybe it's, Bill would be remembered for this is because it's a lot more. I guess maybe it's because he he did. actually acted upon like the things that he so he acted he actually had actions to back up the things that he did. But compared to Jade Goody, I don't know if she ever like abused like physically abused um, Sheepa or in, anyone of like you know like, of a different race to her. So I, I don't know that, but I think it's more action because I think a lot of people would just say, oh, it's just words, you know, you you know, like, you know, you, you let words hurt you and whatever. But really and truly, I think with Bill Cosby, I think the reason why people will probably remember his acts because he actually, like, acted upon acted it. Like, on. he drugged but women. then are you kind of saying that racism is not as bad when it's not physical? No. So... What makes uh, what's your definition of a racist? Like, is Jade Goody an actually actually a racist? Yes. Like a hardcore racist because there's different I mean, levels what, of what, racism. But, but it didn't is what holds a hardcore racist though because you could have someone who someone who inherently tries to hurt, like um, abuse, physically abuse. Yeah, but you also have people. But you also have people who are in like CEOs of like companies who have those ideals about black people are you know like bottom of the barrel they don't you know they don't believe that they should you know be you know any anywhere in society that's higher up and that's also dangerous as well because that's institutional racism so mm-hmm. although they're not actively like you know taking a black person and saying you're subpar you know you shouldn't get anywhere in life institutionally they're still in a higher i don't know how to explain it, but they're still in a higher they have place an influence you they still have an influence yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 so yeah so it yeah. still goes further to Kind of cause action. Mm. I don't know. You don't, you don't even. Oh, sorry. No, I was gonna say you don't even know. Like some of the things that Jade might have said could have instilled someone who was watching exactly. what she said exactly. and made them mm. maybe hurt so someone. Be, like what Jade was saying on TV yeah. could have like influenced someone's actions. You don't know. You don't know. I know that's true, but like, you, can is everyone held responsible for like what they say and do? Because they might I think influence to someone some else. level. To some if level, you are. If you're on TV, if you're in a place of 
to some level, you that happens a lot now. If you say something, you have to apologize on social media for what you've said. I'm so sorry to my fans, blah, blah, blah. And then did you see how Diana Abba had to apologize for just drinking a mojito? Yeah. And you know, the next day I saw a whole bunch of Italians with like an entire bottle of champagne. There was a white lady that was called Glamorous for doing the exact same thing. She had a glass of pink gin, and then the next day she had another glass. People were like, oh, look at this classy woman, look at this, a mood. This is how I want to be. This is like literally about a week after. I was mm-hmm. like, wow, the irony, the and irony. All those reports about all those politicians like doing coke and all oh, that yeah. stuff. I swear my ghost, my, my yeah. ghost admitted like yeah, that he, he, he used to smoke coke. coke. And then all the, they're all like, oh, it's just boys being boys uh, or whatever. Or this this boys being boys narrative needs to die. It needs to die. Yeah, People need to like, be held accountable for what they do. Yes, it's just the key, like just key privilege like you have you can just go on and fuck up and do your bits but mm. a black woman can't sit and mm. drink a can of juice it's pretty much juice I'm a hero it's barely yeah. alcohol yeah 4% mm. oh I don't know about always but I think they're definitely going to have some kind of thing in society where they'll always have this image a mental image that will maybe keep people down but whether they'll physically be on top forever, I can't. I can't say. I don't think that's the case. I'm really not. I feel like it will change, but because of the history that we have, it's going to take a long time before mm. we get to a point where we actually know yeah. how much power we have. No, definitely. So I completely get what you're saying. If that yeah. makes sense. And a lot of like large corporations, they're like handed down so generations of generations. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Nepotism. I kind of like, you, you think Phillips, like the owner of Phillips, how many generations that have gone through? Oh, really? And that's become. Oh, um, okay. Or not just a big a big company like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a big institutional company. I wanna, down. I wanna go back yeah. to what you said about levels of racism. Like yeah. you said about how um Because I, I, I know we're all a little bit racist. Okay. I, actually, let me stop you there. there. People of colour cannot be bit. racist. We can be ignorant. We can be ignorant. We can be ignorant. I have the word specifically racism attached to people of colour. It comes from oppression. We're not oppressing each other. We can't do that. We don't have the But we can be prejudiced. We can be discriminatory. Yeah, we can be discriminatory. But we can't be racist, per se. Yeah. Well, white is a race. But we're not oppressing them. We're not oppressing. We don't have a history I think, of oppressing I think, them. I think, I think, I think what Dami's trying, 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 trying to say is that racism is not just like words, but it's also power. Yeah, and, and history. As, and hand history as well. But as people of colour, we don't hold the power in the world. So we're not the people who are... We don't make up the 1%... Of the rich population, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but that's one the sector one... of racism, institution, institutional racism. That's one sector. Yeah, but it all plays up. It, it, it all filters, it all filters down. filters down, and it all plays a part as well. For ex- okay, basically, what I'm saying is the way mm-hmm. that we have been treated for over 400 years, probably longer, but let's just focus on the last 400 years, where people of color have been marginalized and oppressed. We are not doing the same thing as as, as them, and we cannot do it. We don't have 400 years to do it back to them. If we have 400 years, we do exactly the same thing. Tables are completely subverted. Then maybe you can call it racism. Because of the history and the implications of the things that they say and the way that things have actually played out and the fact that there's such a massive wealth gap and discrimination mm-hmm. and the fact that things are not evenly distributed, there's no way you can call it racism. That word is completely... It's inept to explain. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. thing, though, is... But yeah. can't people of colour be racist to other people of colour? Because the like like words, it's the word I have an issue, yeah. like discriminatory but rather than no, racist. no. I get discriminatory, but doesn't racism? It's not just about a white person oppressing us. Can't a black person, especially in countries where we are yeah. the majority. majority? Obviously, whiteness is still seen as the overall mm. majority. Yeah, like but in a, pla- in a place where we're the majority, I feel like South Africa is different though because black different. South Africans are still. Are still the, are still the, 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 the large them in higher places. That no, 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 because the white no. the, 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 the white are like a tiny percent, but they they still own everything. everything. Yeah, and it's mad. And like 
the minute they try, like, black South Africans try and gain, like, a little bit of equality, people are calling them out and being like, you're being racist against us, we're the lowest percent in this country, and it's, like, it's That's mad. exactly why I have an issue with that word. Oh. I feel like they just use it to make us feel guilty, like, oh, but you know how this feels, so you shouldn't do it to us. No, because I But it's not the same thing. Like we I do d- oppress each other, but yeah. you're not on the same scale. Mm. My God. Mm. And that's why I have an issue with that word, because it holds so much weight. Mm. So I feel like you need to come up with an entirely new word to describe, because I, we I, do I, I definitely would, I would, I would say, I would say discriminatory prejudice and prejudice. I would say prejudice. prejudice is a good one. I would say prejudice. So we can be prejudiced against each other. Yeah. But I don't think we can be racist no. against each other, because even within our communities. I don't know, because well. uh, I, I know there's some light-skinned Indians that are racist towards... But do you, is that more colorism? That's no, more colorism. No, 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 like these segments. I, it's I not like really... It's but colorism also plays a different. part as well. But then what would you say about... Because I know... Uh, I don't know personally, because why would I know? But I know of a lot of, like, South Asian individuals who are anti-black. So would that not be, co- would that not be considered racism towards black people? A lot of Indians are anti-black, you know? Yeah. Again, I feel like because of the because the white people have more power and therefore more power to oppress, it's not exactly the same thing. It's no. definitely something that should not be happening. It's absolutely prejudiced, as we mentioned earlier. But I just think that word racism, I feel like it's specifically about the specific group doing it to everybody else rather than the mm. minorities oppressing each other. Mm. Like, obviously, in your own country, you're not a minority, but because of colonisation, you still feel like that to, mm. to an extent because of the people that are in power, people that are making decisions, people that are figureheads, people that don't even live in the country. So, for example... The British government will come in and say, we want this person to be king or emperor or whatever yeah. or person who's in power and we're going to give you money and you'll do what we want. Even though you look like the people in your country and you seem to have their voice, you're not actually doing anything for them. And so they're still being oppressed by the white man. Mm. It's just kind of... Like Rwanda. Yeah, mm. it's kind of... What's the word? They've delegated it to somebody else who looks like them. So it's like, you're not even sure. It's very, su- it's covert, it's subtle. Mm. Oh, talking about that's covert a, even. That's a ter- ne- a, I was just going to say, one of my favourite terms, neocolonialism. Yeah, mm. yeah. That's I think what I was trying to explain. <laughs> I was going to say, talking about covert even, and even onto the topic that we're even on as well, is that um, a lot of the confusion when it came to the chicken box and like the knife crime thing, mm-hmm. a lot of people didn't understand why it was racist or what was essentially wrong with it. And... I think the main reason was how covert it is because yeah. I think when people think about racism, they think about the US. They don't think about the UK mm. because you don't have as well. You don't have well. You don't have reports in the news every single day. You don't have videos online showing how the police are beating up black people or beating up communities like BME communities. But in the UK, I feel like most things are more covert. Covert. So yeah. someone won't outright call you the N word, but they will. I don't know. They will do something they'll that treat is, you like. They'll yeah. treat you like yeah, it, yeah. or they will exactly. do something that is not. They won't take you uh, up on that. Yeah, job. yeah. They won't take you up on the job, or they will. If your name's hard to pronounce. Yeah, or so yeah. Like it's like it's like, it's like it's like it's like very very huh. No, I changed my name on on my CV once, and the difference was actually uh, mad. What? So basically, my full name was like no no no. My full name was Oliver Damilo, and I put Dami, and because they could say it, they were like oh. Oh, with the M M Y. Yeah, and I was like. It's the same CV, you know, to the same company sometimes. I'm really? like, mm-hmm. really? Can you air that company out? No, I'm not going to do that because, okay. like, I'm still trying to get employed. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, a part of me sometimes feels very, because um, so like how I was talking about like when someone called me the N word, and I was really shocked because obviously you know that racism happens, but I think when it happens to you, you feel very shocked to be honest. Yes, I don't because know. We're used to it being we're, subtle. Yeah. Oh, we're just used to it not happening to us but we know it happens in general but we, yeah. it's never happened to me so 
when it happens to you physically, it's like you you sort of taken aback because you're like, oh okay. I think it's also living in London. We have the privilege of being in such a multi-diverse yeah, community. Yeah, yeah, okay. So yeah. racism is is there, but yeah. like it's there's so many other things going on yeah. that you don't see it. And when you yeah. see it, you're like this is still happening right now. Like I think, knew, but, like, but this is like racism though. How how often does do you guys experience it? Because I haven't experienced it in a long time, not since school. Like direct racism. I think it depends on I think, where you I go. Think, I think being at university and being where I live mm. has made me experience... Well, okay, so live? I live in Canterbury at the Canterbury, moment. Okay. Yeah, so I live in Kent, like Canterbury at the moment. And I think for me, it's more covert sort of stuff. So I myself, I'm not a British citizen at the moment. So like covert sort of stuff is like how long it took for me to get my permanent residency compared to someone who might be European and how they got settled much more easier than me. Uh, yeah, so... Those are like sort of the differences, or even like people who've been like I.e. the Windrush, people who've been here for fifty years and still don't have a citizenship, and then being deported back to their you know their country, mm-hmm. but they've never lived or they don't even know anyone there. So those sort of things are the things I've I've experienced, but no one has outright called me the N word or like I don't know called okay. me like a racist word I, until like I got to university. I've actually had it. No, I've one actually t- had yeah, like racist time. attacks like in my life in London because I lived in Dagenham where the BNP oh, yeah. started. So obviously yeah. I lived in the wrong place, clearly. But like, mm. no one's gonna tell me where I should live. Mm. So our house was broken into. Our car was like smashed what? a few times when I was younger. Mm. So we moved house. We moved from Dagenham East to Dagenham Heathway, which is a bit more multicultural. Oh, it's like f- ten years ago. Mm. So like, obviously I've seen Dagenham change. It's mm. more like yeah. diverse yeah. now. Dagenham but is when mainly, I moved back, mainly Nigerians now. Yeah, it's yeah. so different. Because when I went there Nigerians. before, it was literally just white, 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 skinhead, white, white, yeah. white, skinhead, motorbike guy, white. Like it was that. Mm. So when I went to Canterbury, it was like a flashback for me because I was there for a little bit and I had this like afro hair it was a wig i mean mm. like i know it's like people were like staring at it trying to touch it as i'm walking through like canterbury streets and stuff wow. it's actually mad wow. i was on a bus one time and i dropped a bottle back so this woman was like go back to your country we don't litter here and i was like i was oh. born here what, what do you mean i was born here you know when people say go back to your country i'm like oh so you go back to your country you're, you're welsh in it no. yeah <laughs> Yes. Go back to Germany. Yeah, wherever you come from, isn't it? Your Anglo-Saxon ancestors came here. Please go back to wherever they originated from. But my point is basically like direct racism is there, but because yeah. we're in London, sometimes because of how diverse yeah. it's been, it's like you almost forget it's a thing. You mm. know racism is around, you mm. feel it, you mm. sense it, it's in the air, but you don't directly see someone going, you're an N-word mm. or you're this or you're that. Mm. It's more how they behave. They don't have to actually say it to make it's you feel like that way. It's like what Blessing told me about ages ago. It's like that idea of like you walking down the street and then there's a white man walking on the, <laughs> in the opposite direction. Yeah. Who is it? that walks onto the road to let the other one pass. Mm. And that's always, that's always most often you, the mm-hmm. minority that tends mm. to walk. Because Make them made, comfortable. Yeah, you're made yeah. to feel like you have to bend or like make way for the people who you've been Does told it, your whole life yeah. that this is their that. place to be. I don't do that mm. anymore. No, I've, I don't start, do that I've started anymore. just walking straight. You're, yeah. We're going to move. Can get out of the way we, can, we can dance around each other. All we want. I don't seek acceptance from white people. I feel like it depends on where you grew up. Like, it's not something you want to do. It's not something you But if you're in yeah. an immigrant family, sometimes yeah, you say, like, was, keep your yeah. head down. I was like, just going to say that. Fight. Yeah. I was just going to say My dad said, if someone well. hits you, hit them back. Yeah. My mom said, yeah. don't hit them. Mm-hmm. Don't I was get gonna, in trouble. Mm-hmm. I was going to say the exact same thing as well, because for immigrant families, so let so obviously we know that a lot of young people, when you're applying for your British citizenship, the British actually look at the, like, the teenagers and look at if they have a criminal record, and that could actually stop you from getting a, a citizenship. So for me, mum would always say to me, don't get in trouble, don't get expelled. Because if you get expelled, they can use that against you and say, oh, you got expelled from from school, so 
clearly you don't seem fit to be in the country and get a citizenship. So mm. for a lot of communities, or, or immigrant communities anyways, you have to make sure that you are a good, like yours, yeah, like upstanding citizen, you're doing everything by the book, you can't get in trouble, your kids can't get in trouble. Like there was one time where I got into a fight at school and my mom was like shouting at me, she was like, what, why would you do something like that? You know, like, do you know what it could do against you? Da, 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 da. And it could write down your record. And obviously, we know that the home offices will look at um, young people's, like, you know, like, reports. sort of like, yeah, reports as well. as like a way of, like, determining whether to give them the citizenship. And mm-hmm. these are things that are happening behind the scenes that people don't know about. So as immigrant kind of communities, you have to be very, very careful because it can use, this, like, a very, very small thing that another person who's British could do, they could use that as a reasoning for deporting you. Yeah. Mm. So. You have to be on your toes a little bit, yeah. which is uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. That reminds me of the book, The Good Immigrant. Like, I remember I always mm. used to speak about that book. There's one specific chapter which talks about how you have to be the perfect example yeah. of an yeah. immigrant. Yeah. You can't, you can't commit any crimes. Mm-hmm. You can't disagree with the people there. You have to just always be the perfect example of an immigrant just you, to feel like, people will accept you into this country. And even then, people won't. Yeah, You know what I found out? You know the life in the UK test? Mm. You know, yeah. apparently, majority of British citizens won't actually pass yeah. that test. That's yeah. just yeah. like the, the American, American one, yeah. too. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. It's the same. And the but funny just, thing is, I'll have to probably oh. do that test soon. Oh. <laughs> When's the Queen's birthday? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, yeah. He's from uh, South Africa. Yeah. Um, and Been he here did for that most test. of his life. Yeah. yeah, it's random. It's like, like things study. about yeah. the Beatles. Yeah, and also like just like deep history stuff mm. that not a lot of people will know. Yeah, there's even like a book as well that you have to like buy to like test yourself. <laughs> you just have to yeah. spend your money. To just uh, searching that for oh. HP source was Houses of Parliament source. Wow. What's that? Oh, that's why they've got Houses of Parliament, Parliament. Oh, yeah. logo. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. Huh? Sorry, just circling back to what we were talking about in terms of like having to behave and be like a good like immigrant, immigrant yeah. in quotation marks, guys, because yeah. you can't see it. Yeah. Basically, I was watching this stand-up show by Hassan Minhaj, mm. and oh. he was talking about the racism tax, how his dad was basically saying... Which one? The, um, the, the first one? Homecoming first one. King. Yeah, that's oh. wicked. Yeah. That's amazing. I've watched also The Patriot Act. Like, I was binged gonna, it. But yeah. anyway, in Homecoming King, he's talking about the racism tax. He also talks about it on The Breakfast Club, so if you watch that, you can mm-hmm. see mm-hmm. that. Yeah, basically, he was that. saying like how his dad basically fought really hard to get here, and he thought, okay, America's a land of opportunity. I will have to part with a little bit of racism, but because of what I'm going to gain or what I stand mm-hmm. to gain, I'm going to part with it. So I feel like that that kind of mindset is very much like, well, because I believe that this place is going to be so good for me, I'll put up with anything that they're going to do. So I'll keep my head down. I won't say anything. Mm. When you're, like, born in the country, you have, like, the, like, you have, like, the privilege to believe that you are a citizen because Mm. obviously you are. So you don't Mm. think the way your parents think. They think, oh, I could lose this. And you're like, Mm. I was born here. This Mm. is my thing. I have it. Like It's it's like like, a birthright to you. Exactly. So, for example, like, where you're growing up and you'd be like, oh, like, I want to do this. And if I get in trouble, whatever, your mom would be mm. like, but actually, if you do this and because you're black and because mm. you're this, because you're that, you have to kind of like watch yourself a bit more. But you know what's interesting, though? A lot of young people don't actually know that those. So like, so, so, you know, like the thing that happened to me with like student finance, a lot mm. of people didn't actually know that they were not British citizens. And I think when, yeah, so because obviously they will never, you know, if you're living in the UK, you just naturally think, yeah, I'm British or naturally, you know, I you know, I'm a, I'm a citizen. And I think it's only when you sort of get in, in trouble with like the law or you, you go to university that you sort of then maybe realise, oh, I'm actually not British or I probably have a, a limited leave to remain or I probably don't have like a permanent residency. And I think that's when people find out. Because mm-hmm. for me, I didn't think that like my immigration status would stop me from going to university. Like I thought, I'm fine. I live here in the UK. I'm cool. 
And it was until like I ha- applied for student finance that I then realized that there are actually like barriers in place to stop a lot of people from going to certain things. So and don't the government own univers like run universities? Yeah. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. The yeah. government, I thought they, were they, they have like some of them are huge, private. No, they have like a oh, huge yeah. influence in what is being On said. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So like that is like the government itself. Gonna yeah, yeah. It's it's the government like, itself because um, to give I, an immigrant student loan or yeah. their uh, an own home uh, homegrown yeah. someone who's born here. I mean, it's going to be an easy choice for them. There was there was this girl on like Brampton Manor. She got like her A level results. Yeah, resort. I saw that. And like, she obviously did like a GoFundMe. And then is that someone. A TV show? No. I no. don't know her name is, but someone did um, a GoFundMe. No, it's so like a school uh, somewhere. In, it's I'm in not sure. East North? Ham. Okay. My sister went to it. Oh, okay. she was on their Twitter actually. She ah, went to Cambridge. Yeah. Shout out, shout out. Uh, it's like the picture? it's like a she public a school, and then all the students like do really well. They get like, yeah, they got A, a-, 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 a- yeah, yeah. 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 So, so one of the sort of thing. Huh? No. no, my my sister lives in Dagenham. She oh, went. Fair. They have a Nigerian um, head of the school or something. Oh, I know really? that was that's that's so because it's a person of color in charge, he's pushing the people of color mm-hmm. even more so. That's and, like, that's good. Hashtag murky. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, yeah. That's actually really good to be, and that's like an example of someone actually. I won't say giving back to the community, but essentially pushing. Pulling people up. Yeah. He's like, look where I am. Yeah. You can do it. Like, yeah. he's, apparently, he's really encouraging, really? and it just it shows mm. the results. It does. Speak for them every single year, every single year. There's like, always like people stars, that place. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. But there was feel valued then, isn't it? Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, there was yeah. a girl on there that sort of wasn't was in the same situation as me, and then someone quote tweeted it and said, "Oh, but she's not special though. A lot of people go through this." And I was just like, Ooh, and then they were like, "So I don't." They, they said, "I don't know." For me, I felt like they, they were just being a hater. Like they were just saying, like, "Oh." It's not like a it's not like a single issue. Like a lot of people go through it. So why is she so special? Like, she needs the money to go to university. But it's just like, yeah, fair enough. A lot of people go through it. You know, it, but this is like where um, Stormzy first came out and said he's going to fund people to go yeah. to was it Cambridge or Oxford? Yeah, Cambridge. And then the white people are like, why not us? Why are we not getting scholarships? You don't need any no. more scholarships. Mm-mm. You don't. Mm-mm. You don't. Yeah, they were like, oh, this yeah. is racist, discriminatory. Why are you it's excluding not. me? Like. The reason why we're doing this is because the university is not diverse. Yeah. Giving it to you does not help solve the problem. However, though, so Ken just recently started this thing called contextual admissions, where like, yeah, yeah so we're like, um, if you're a widening participation student, so if you're a carer or an estranged student or mm-hmm. just a student that is not non like quotation like non traditional, so like BAME mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, they will lower your like your um like your grades okay. to get into university, and some people will, I don't I don't know how I feel about uh, it to be honest. Uh, I think that's how I think one. I'm not explaining it properly, but that's sort of no, how I it works. They, they lower yeah, like yeah. so they essentially yeah. lower your grades because of how your background and like your like I can see how it would work because yeah. a lot of people like you said carers and like mm. that they're like under a lot of pressure because they're not yeah. just looking after themselves and trying to go yeah. to school they're also caring for someone yeah. mm-hmm. but then that kind of lo- sounds like it's going to fuel the people's argument that they're like whenever you do diversity you're not bringing in the best people you're just like giving handouts like, have you heard that? Like, when people yeah, say that, like, when you're, like, opening like up to diversity. I feel like they're definitely going to say that. Yeah, they're going to use that yeah. as an excuse. Like, I mean, maybe, maybe I'm not explaining it properly, but I think Oxford also did the same thing as well, where, yeah. like, they've started lowering grades for black students. No, I'm not we, we get what you're saying. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I just think, in practice, that could very much be spanned very mm-hmm. badly. Mm-hmm. It's a good idea. Mm-hmm. In, like, in theory, it makes yeah. perfect sense. I mean, mm-hmm. the University of Kent meme page on Instagram has already made a meme about it. Did oh. they? Yeah. Oh, I don't even follow the meme pages anymore. Yeah. It just it seems like instead of universities to make like their entrance system a lot less biased because that's what somebody 
when they heard about the Oxford thing, they, mm. their criticism was like, instead of you to make the entry system like less biased, so mm. instead of you to like make give more offers to students who mm. are actually getting the grades, mm. you're just kind of like undercutting the work that these black students mm. do and saying like, oh, we know it's hard for you to just get through life. So here, lower your grades yeah, we're gonna lower our stand. We're gonna lower our standards for you. Oh, but I don't like the way that sounds. Mm. Yeah, huh. yeah. It's not giving them a head start. Well, it's for them, they would say that it's giving them a head start, though, because you're sort of creating a, like a level playing field, essentially. Because yeah, I think it's a good idea. Yeah. I can see both. I can, I can see yeah. both, to Ethically, be honest. it's not good. Yeah, yeah. I can see like both, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I'm all for playing the game. Rob this England. That's mm. me. Like, I'm all for playing the game. But I, don't, but I don't like, like, especially, and maybe in my head, it's like the excuse that people will use. And maybe that just speaks to me. I shouldn't care what those people will think. But it's like those people will then the ones that say whenever they like do diversity programs at workspaces when they hire when they're like we're gonna hire more people of color and stuff like that. There's always this idea like oh why are you trying to hire a certain amount of people of color? Why don't you just hire the best of the best? You should instantly be looking for the best of the best. Not thinking about the fact that you being more open to hiring people of color means that you're hiring people of color who are the best of the best. Yeah. But they're putting it out there that they're thinking like oh you're just looking for people of color not caring about who you're bringing in. You know. That's what I feel like people make of what this. Uh, scholarship is you know something i actually want to highlight though is that so um yesterday was it yes, yesterday i went to the so we got to visit the university of essex oh, the student Instagram union page. yeah mm. really really beautiful university it's very pretty. what mm. i want to actually say to anyone that's, really that's listening right? my brother goes there. what did i want to say mm. to anyone that's listening utilize open days because they will change your perspective about universities because like, mm-hmm. i feel like i'd never utilized open days i think going to all these different universities now in my job i'm starting to realize how different universities are and yeah. what they offer to students this university has a salon Huh? The student union have a salon. 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 They have a for, salon. For, for us? I don't know. I was going to ask that question, but I didn't want to like. To be fair though, actually, my brother did tell me about a racism thing that happened to him. Ooh. Yeah, Some they said they said that they said that the locals are also very racist. No, she it? went to the uni. Um, like, this is a student. She was like, "You should be grateful for your freedom." To him, freedom. Yeah, that's yeah. It's the being grateful. I, I was actually there was a video on Instagram about mm. this white man saying that to a group of black boys, and the mm-hmm. guy was so coherent. If it was me, I would have lost my mind. Mm. I don't know how he managed to stay so calm to get his point across, but mm. I feel like he also felt the pressure to do that mm. so that they wouldn't demonize him further by saying, oh, but mm. you just, you overreacted and he wasn't really like being mean. But he basically said, you should be grateful for your freedom. Mm. We used to own you. Before I forget what I was going to say, though, oh. um, before I forget what I was going to say, what was I going to say? Oh, crap. No. Oh, wait. So, union. yeah, yeah. So I went to the University of Essex. I wanted, I'm talking about like, um, like job applications and stuff like that. One of the things they actually talked about at the student union is that they hire people based on like their values. So like, um, so they have like these five tattoos essentially, and like it's like no bullshit, you know, like like I can't remember what the rest of the tattoos are, but they hire people based on like the values that they have rather than the like what the person's grades are in like a certain grade or like the skills. Yeah, which I think is like which is like which I think was like a really really good way of hiring people. So Mm. it's like if the person has a personality or like, um. Uh, like just uh, like a sense of like just if someone has like a personality that fits in with a company they'll hire them rather than like if they have like a grade or something like that in like a certain yeah. course because they'd rather hire someone who fits with the company and can like you know assimilate with everybody else rather than hire someone who yes went to Oxford or Cambridge and fair enough has like experience in like maybe digital marketing or something like that but they can't fit in with the company. I think, I think culture fit is really important because mm. you can teach people things. Mm. You don't have to come with all the experience. Mm. Yeah. So mm. if you get someone who you know will be willing to learn and will mm. fit in with everyone and everyone mm. will be cohesive, it makes more sense than to just hire someone who can do the job by themselves. I think it also builds a really, really good culture as well. Oh, absolutely. Because 
one thing I don't always like sometimes when when you look at other comp like some companies is that yes, fair enough, someone has gone to Oxford, but sometimes some companies just base it on like what university you've gone to rather than mm-hmm. how well do you actually fit with the company, how passionate are you in like your job role? Because fair enough, someone can have gone to Cambridge or Oxford, but are they as passionate as someone who maybe went to Oxford Brooks or went to Canterbury Christchurch? <laughs> I saw it coming. I saw it coming. University of Leeds has shade. come. It wasn't shade. It wasn't shade. CSR, oh if you're God. listening to this, oh my God, it wasn't shade. We're shout so sorry, CCU. Studio Blue. No, actually, isn't it CCC? CCCU. How many C's? Oh, no, she said Canterbury Christchurch. Yeah, I said Canterbury Christchurch. She said Oxford Canterbury Brooks and then Canterbury Christchurch. Christ I heard that part. Because you yeah. said Oxford and Oxford Brooks. So I was like, I know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't shade. It no, was not shady. Like, it, not it, was, it was shady, but you didn't mean it to be shady. No, Their sentence was already going in that direction. Oh, okay, let's just carry on. Let's yeah. just carry on. Let's just I mean, um, oh, sorry, that's me scrolling. Is it, is it showing it's, up in your Google Doc? Yeah, I'm, uh, we're, we're having a look at... We're kind of touching all the random yeah, topics, yeah, but yeah, not in order. Yeah. Um, oh, but who's going to I want to... Oh, yeah. So Notting Hill. We are, we're all going kind of question. Question. Going yeah. It's probably going to go into a long topic. That's fine. Okay. That's we're we're have, we have like we're over all, an hour we're left. We're discussing because we finished that at the start. But um, <laughs> we've got so many that you can discuss. Yeah. Bless you. Bless you, blessing. <laughs> Are you blessed? Oh wow! The first sneeze on you. Oh oh. She's gonna spit. It can be like a. It can be like a payback. Sorry. No. Um. So basically, um. Before you were talking about um. What was it? Uh, sexuality and like yeah. the gender bathroom. The, the gender neutral toilets. Gender neutral toilets. Yeah. Stuff like that. Mm. I personally don't have an issue with it. Mm. But, but I was, no, no, no. I was going to say we should just have disabled toilets. No, because, so, wait. So when the whole thing about us actually getting gender neutral toilets came up, they actually said they just wanted to just change the disabled toilets into the gender neutral one. And I said that was a problem because Why? you're essentially taking one person's space and making it another person's space and just yeah. make, yeah, I, don't, I think the connotation behind that is just very, very, Problem. Tell them that it don't matter. Yeah, like it's just like, oh, we're just gonna make the disabled toilet. Disabled toilet slash gender neutral. No, no, but in no. the no. have no if, have disabled toilets and have gender neutral toilets. Like if simple. If like you can get female toilets and male toilets, you can also have, have disabled, disabled and, and gender neutral toilets. But then you're eventually gonna have toilets for people who identify as donkeys. No. Sorry. Okay, no, that's that's a that's problem. Sorry. No. Stop that. No. 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 Yeah, carry on. No, no, no. no. Cuz that's the that's Where the does it end? Where does all this No, end? no, no. I'm sorry, no. I can't. No. no. And also, no, because the no, no, thing no, is, the thing is a lot of people think that genuine toilets. No. A lot of people think that people think genuine toilets are only for those who are non-binary or trans. But there are also women who, as well, who feel comfortable in gender toilets as well, compared yeah. to like in their own gender Why? toilets. I, well, I can't speak for a, a woman who might feel comfortable in that, but I've heard that women do feel comfortable in gender toilets. For one, because they might not feel comfortable with other females who you know they might have issues with, or there might be issues that might be happening in that but then gender they can, toilet. They can go in the gender neutral too. Like, what do you mean? I'm, you that's saying, what I'm saying. You're is saying it, like... Is um, it a single individual cubicle for the gender neutral? Yeah, so it's just one cubicle each. So you can't share that. So you can't share... It's not like you're sharing a toilet with... Every, well, you're sharing a space, no, no, but... No, you're saying like if women who have an issue with join, uh, like using uh, a pure gendered, women's... A, yeah. a gendered toilet. Yeah. 
want to get away from, I don't know, the women in there. But then yeah. if it's for everyone, then yeah. everything is for everyone. Then if, it, if it's not just for gender neutral people. Huh? Okay, I think I understand. I, mean? I think I understand what you're oh, saying. So, what, but I feel so like the atmosphere. The gender neutral toilet, like who 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 is it for? Just strictly gender neutral. You're saying it's not strictly. It's, it's for everyone. It's for everyone. That's the point. So everyone. anyone can go in. Anyone there. can That's go the in. Point. So then, why just have just like no male or female and just a toilet? Well, that that would toilet. be very that ideal. Would be ideal. That would be ideal. They have, they have that in clubs. They have that in like a few clubs. Yeah, I've been to. Like, I've yeah been but I mean the name. Yeah, okay. Well, you don't have to have the label to be honest. But for people who have an issue with being in the toilet, that might that, that might also have males or might also have females in it. Sometimes you have to put the labels there for them. But really and truly, I would rather go in a world where we just didn't have labels because toilets are a very simplistic thing. You just go in there to, to poop and to pee and to okay. do cocaine. It shouldn't, yeah, okay. but it shouldn't. Oh, it shouldn't. It shouldn't be such a tonight. big topical issue. But for people, it's a very very big issue. The only thing you need to do in a toilet is just to go in there, pee, poop, and do whatever you need to do and come out. Yeah. You don't need to make it into like a very very big issue. And people are so attached to toilets. Literally, you just go in there. It's stage fright, you know. I feel yeah. like it's an interesting thing though because mm. some people. Oh. Are just like they feel isolated from their friends. So, for example, mm. if you go out as a big group and yeah. like, it's, like mixed, and then just, all I, the girls go into the toilet yeah. and the guy can't go in, like, s- and then you're just like, but like they were yeah. taking pictures in there, we're having conversations. Yeah. You miss maybe I don't know 10, 20, yeah. half an hour of like what's going on. I actually saw a student actually reached out to me and actually said like thank you for that because I but yeah, because yeah. yeah. majority of their friends, majority of his friends are mainly females. Yeah, and obviously he feels very left out. Um, like you know trying to hang out with them because. There's like when whenever they're like going out, you know, taking pictures because majority of the time as females, we mainly take our pictures and like the so toilet. Good lighting, huh? What, so he's male, but he identifies as no, no, he I'm, just has a yeah, lot of female friends. Yeah, he just has a lot of female and he friends. He wants to go to the toilet with them. No, basically, no. girls in the toilet. <laughs> it's a different <laughs> culture. Have, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah. We have like the female toilet has a different culture to male. Yeah. Definitely. We have yeah, we conversations. We don't go to together. If one of my boys try to come toilet with me, we'll be like, well, there you go. We go in groups. We, 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 go we touch groups. up, make yeah. up. We have yeah. conversations about boys. We talk about yeah. things with this good life. Oh, pictures. With you know, other women. With other yeah, exactly. You make best friends. Exactly. Take pictures. So, so he doesn't want to be left out from oh, like his the, group of just, friends. Yeah. Why are in the toilet? Because imagine. No, because... Okay, wait, wait. You're in a club. You're chilling with people. And then about five of the group Go to the smoking area, but you can't go into the smoking area. Wait, you're, you're so you're just standing there. So what? You're just gonna stand in the middle of the club by and yourself. And dance. I dance by myself in the club. That's, that's fine, you. But not everyone that's wants you. to do that. You don't have to smoke when you go to the smoking area. Exactly. But, but then you have to smoke. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You're, he's like, imagine the smoking area is the toilet. He's not allowed into the smoking area. He's also, missing out. I don't out know. For me, anyways, I see. I see gender like a toilet that is just gender neutral or doesn't have a label or whatever. I see that as like a very, very open space for everyone to just go into. It's I, For me, anyways, I feel like it's a very relaxed space. Just comfortable. You don't have to worry about, you know, where you're at, who you're peeing with or whatever. You just go in there, you pee, you poop, you go out and you just enjoy the rest yeah, of your night. it's an embarrassment thing, because we're not, we're not comfortable. But why are people embarrassed about thing? just peeing? Yeah, you know, it's, the, it's the not patriarchy. something that we're comfortable with. Mm. Yeah. The that's makes but then that's something that you need to change as an individual, not... The, like, that's not something... That's not... That's not something that we as a society have to change if we have gender neutral toilet. That's something you have to change as an individual if you have an issue with being in a gender neutral toilet, if you get what I mean. Mm. Have any of you questioned your sexuality? Well, where time. did this come from? That was my original question, but I had to oh. get to it. This oh. Wow. Uh, I mean, I, I recently was like, not 
Well, I recently no, was no, like having a conversation. Like, growing up and all. Oh no, not growing up, but like just like just up I was just now. having a conversation with my boyfriend, and I was like, we're watching this show called Are You the One, and this season there it's basically like uh so Are You the One is basically like um ten girls and ten guys, mm. and they're all like a match of each other, but they have to find out who their match is. So this season. They actually did like a, a um, an episode where everyone is attracted to everyone. So it's like a, it's sort of like, like an LGBT. It sounds like Love yeah. Island but with a plot. Yeah, yeah. It's so like, like everyone is. Media, um, game show. What's that called? Um, you know where they're all in a house in different in a hotel. Oh, in different the rooms. circle. The circle. Oh, okay. Oh, I don't know. I about don't that. But like, yeah. so everyone is attracted to everyone. Everyone is also That's different a new show sexualities. Coming out about like bi, um, like a bi dating show coming out soon. Oh, okay, but, but I think yeah. it's out already. But uh, so oh, every yeah. so everyone is like um, different sexualities, different genders and everything mm-hmm. and I was just having a conversation with my boyfriend and I was just like to me, I've never really like explored like my sexuality or like questioned in any way but like mm-hmm. there are times where like I look at other women women, and I'm like yeah, she's attractive I wouldn't like I'm not sexually attracted to her but I'm like she's attractive you know what so, sexually attractive and attractive. When you said there is a, there is a, there is a difference we'll get to that in a second Be, no, mm. being being attracted to someone and like well, you can appreciate the way someone looks, but not feel like any sexual feelings yeah. towards them. Like, oh, like, I was having this conversation with you the other day, like last week. When? About. <laughs> 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 you don't remember. You were asleep, didn't it? I'm ignoring you. I'm ignoring you, like, oh, Dee, please go away. I'm trying to do my work. Hey, when was this? <laughs> no, just about. Um, uh, ma- male and female relationships. You mean the objectification? That's oh, the like can ah. men and women really ever be friends? Like no, it's yeah, complicated. Exactly. I was talking yeah. about my issues where he was he yeah. he glanced at some boobs and then oh, we had a whole conversation. Stop no, stop no, 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 Wait, you should just blast. And I was saying, <laughs> like, uh, but we'll go into it afterwards. But yeah. I was blaming porn basically mm. and how I've been conditioned growing up. Mm. So I noticed my flaws, but I want to mm. change them. Mm. But at the same time, I understand like. It's not my fault. Um, yeah, okay. Well, he's been conditioned, though. There's a question here that yeah. needs to be asked. How much porn did you watch as a kid? Since Probably. 12, man. Rough. I was How just going to say, like... Well, every week would that fail? Well, oh, not okay. much as like some guys. Okay. It's, it's not like it's that. He's trying to justify himself. It's not addiction, but it's just like the constant like sexualization of everything. Yeah. I feel like, like, wait, I feel like it's really, I feel it's irresponsible to say it's not my fault. I'm not no, saying no, it no, completely I'm is, kidding, no, hold on. I'm, I'm not saying, saying it just, completely yeah. is your fault, but like you do have to take some responsibility because when you realise what you're doing, you can then try know, and change. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. But like, you are, def- boys are definitely over-sexualised. Mm. Everything is like sex stimuli, sex stimuli. And so without knowing it, a woman's body is completely sexualised all the time mm. to all the, the point that you can't tell when it was just like... <laughs> so, <laughs> all the time! <laughs> <laughs> like, over here, man. Um, Tell but no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I was playing word association with my wife yeah. and she was, I was like, boobs, like porn. Or mm. boobs, nipples, mm. whatever. Mm. But she said, bo- I said boobs, and then she said, a baby's food. Mm-hmm. Or say boobs. Mammary glands. I don't know. Dennis. You kind of took me out. <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis. But you know what I mean? It's my favorite word. Yeah, Dennis. but kind of going back to Dami's point, at a certain point, a person has to take, like, ownership of their own bullshit. Mm. So you can yeah, be conditioned yeah. over time, but mm. you have to learn, like, how to unco- how to. But like, it's not always a sexual thing. It's just, like, something that my brain says not to... You know, you know like, like, in class, when you're not supposed to laugh, and then yeah. you get the giggles. And then, and then it makes you want to laugh more. it makes you want to laugh more. Yeah. But I don't, I don't ogle. It's just, like, a glance, but it's just something that, like... 
It's Wait, can everyone answer his like first it. question? Because I was going to no, answer. No, we didn't. <laughs> what, what question? Oh, oh, okay. The question about like, have you, you ever? It's just you, don't worry. Oh, I don't oh, mind answering as well. Else? Yeah, she pulled yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, I really told you guys about like my little secret. Yeah, it's okay. You were saying you didn't feel sexually attracted, so it's not. I don't. That's the thing, though. I because I've never really ventured that way. Because. Like, for me, I just believe that I'm just, like, I just, I'm just attracted to guys. But I've never really, like, ex- like, fair enough, I might find, like, maybe Blessing attractive. But I've mm. never really, like, mm. you know, gone that far what after I can, like, act us? on it. That's right. you guys, it's something you know? that you know straight away. You're what would you? Like, if you're sexually attracted to someone, you'll know it straight away. Yeah. I but you might try to but deny it. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. But I feel like it's maybe something that you, you know, you just talk yourself out of and you're just like, nah. Yeah, you can. Yeah. yeah. You absolutely can. Yeah, so, like, I feel like, I, I feel like okay. uh, for me, for me anyways, <laughs> I feel like I would be very open to, like, exploring it if I could, if I'm in a relationship. Hmm. If I could, I would be very open to, like, exploring if I was attracted to, like, you know, other women or... Yeah. yeah That's interesting like other as well because guys find two girls hot. Yeah, I know. Do girls find two guys hot? Yes. Yeah. Really? Some, some guys some, some girls, some girls might. Some girls there's, do. There's like... There was a brief period what? of time where Isn't I was like specifically gay? searching for like gay porn. Really? Because I was like, this is hot to me. Wait, or like gay there's a, there's erotic literature. Film where there's two guys. Mountain. Is it American Pie or something? In oh. one of the films, like... The, they they um they go into this girl's house because they think she's naked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then oh. she makes the two kiss each other, and that yeah. she seems oh, to be enjoying it. So it is a, like I was. It's that's American the first Pie. time I oh, saw. It's 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 I think it's American Pie. I think it's the second one. I was thinking of Call Me by Your Name. That's definitely not that. No, it's American Pie. It's the one ah. where they're like um doing a party in a summer house. So, like, yeah, they're, like, having to do stuff. She's like, you go, we go. So the two girls were kissing and the two guys were kissing. Oh. They seem to be enjoying it. That's the first time I was like, oh, this is a thing. Mm. And I think American Pie is old. Mm. So I was quite young, so I saw this quite early. Mm. So, no, I definitely do think some girls are attracted to two guys, like, mm. you know. Mm. Yeah, it takes all kinds. I... You like what you like. Mm, that's true. Mm. What yeah. about you, Dami? Okay. Um, I have always known my sexuality. Mm. I've never questioned it, but I also appreciate women's bodies. Like, mm. not in a sexual way, but I think this woman has a nice pair of hips. Mm. Or I like her thighs. I like her shape. She has nice boobs. So much so, yeah. So much so that sometimes Daniel's like, are you sure? I'm like, I'm sure. Mm. I don't fancy them. I can just appreciate I it. I think maybe for us as women, we're more comfortable in terms of appreciating other women's bodies. Yeah. But for guys, they... Because obviously... I don't know what it is with guys and, and like the whole fear like, of like for yeah time, for time yeah. they've been told like and looking at a man any other yeah. way than as like another man is yeah. like is like homosexual and that's wrong yeah. that's what they've been told for time but I feel like for, for us as females because obviously we're, we're like you know like what's the word um, oh, I forgot the word Expressive? No, like um, okay. more emotional and like oh, more yeah. feminine. So like all that kind of stuff is like expected. Oh, and it's like, well, I yeah. want to get into this performance Actually, that reminds me of, so that article about uh, homosexuality being outlawed in England, it also mentioned that lesbianism was never outlawed. Interesting. Mm. Mm. So being uh, gay was against the law, but being a lesbian was not. Mm. But lesbian and gay are the same thing. But that's the thing. It was all about it's men specified. together. Yeah, it was yeah. like men. But now you just you just say the same thing, right? Yeah. You say a gay couple could be. You don't. I don't really hear yeah. people say lesbian. People I mean, like get a bit funny. I mean, I guess lesbian. everyone's different, but yeah, sometimes I just say they are gay. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what 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 do you call two transgender? It's not a joke. <laughs> what do you call two I, transgender I um, people together? It, it depends. Partners. Actually. I feel okay. Just what partners? partners. 
I I actually met this like um, they part like that they like they both each other partners. I don't know. I didn't I didn't know what to classify them as. I just asked. I was like, what do you? They just said that we're just. A I don't know. I mean, it's just, I it mean, was. Wouldn't it be the same way? It's just like if you had a heterosexual couple. Anyway. No, I was I, I was just getting to no, this important thing. Like no, a cisgender couple. So yeah, like they're both each other's partners. I'm about like, to say something really important. Um, heterosexual. Shush. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. You guys are stressing me out. Sorry. 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 Basically. <laughs> you both were. You know what? Shh. Let me just talk. I'm sorry. Basically, I was talking to this girl who was transgender. So she was like transitioning into a boy. Mm. And she was dating a boy who was trans- transgender, mm. transitioning into a girl. Wow, so together, they made like a hetero couple, but they're not hetero in any way. Oh. And I was like, I don't know what to label. And she's like, don't worry, which is the couple. But yeah. I feel like. I don't even that's, know what yeah. the appropriate. That's yeah. what, no, but that's the same thing as I just said that they just they just partners. Exactly, like, yeah. they're, just, they're just a couple. No, but, it's but not, what it's I'm so saying mind bowling to you, like it, it intrigues you like crazy. Mm. You have I to would define just assume it. You me. don't have to define it. Like whatever a person wants to feel comfortable being called. No, yeah, but I'm interested and I want them. you to define it. I mean, I would. I feel like if I met that person, I'm like, I'm not going to pressure you. Like, yeah, I'm just going to say, oh, cool, that's nice. We're going to say something, Nisha. I was. Oh. It was just going to be about how societal pressures everyone to kind of put everything oh, in the chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. And it goes back to what you said about how you don't like labels. So I want to know, like, what, but why? What, what would you That's call it? I'm not going to label But it you can myself. ask them. You can just say literally, like, yeah, how yeah. would you describe or define this? You have to ask like, every person subjectively. Yeah, so I feel that's like... what I'm saying. Did you ask that to that couple? Yeah. And she well, said, I asked... oh, we're just a couple, like... I asked the girl transitioning to a boy, like how mm. she describes it. She just basically said she joked that, oh, basically we make up a hetero, mm. but we're not that. We're just a couple. So I was thinking, so if I saw I you guys, I wouldn't even know. I think maybe we overcomplicate it to the point where, like, we get very. So like, I'm not saying like you got very anxious, but like you, we get very oh, like no, scared I, about. I was anxious. I didn't yeah. Want to hurt okay. I didn't want to use that word, but like, you, no, know, you right. get very like, you know, afraid of like saying the wrong thing. Yeah. But I think mm. at times it's just making something very simplistic and just saying, oh, so that's your partner, or oh, you're both a couple, or just like using very. I want to say, like, sort of, I want to say neutral. normal, neutral terms, to be honest. That's that's the way I always think anyways. Or even, like, if I'm meeting someone and I don't know, like, their pronouns, I just always say they, them, until, like, they finally then say their pronoun if it's I she, ask he. immediately. Yeah. Like, I always ask as well. If it's if it's someone that I know is LGBT, I'll ask, oh, what's your preferred pronoun? But if I don't know if the, what the person identifies, I just always say they, them. Until like I find until like the person says their pronoun or until someone else says their pronoun, then I know or probably that's accepted or something like that. I hear you, but I know that I forget if I think a clarification immediately. Mm. So I feel like because I can be tactful, tactless, mm. and bashful sometimes, I'll just mm. ask you, mm. and then you can just tell me. And then if mm. I make a mistake, we can mm. have a conversation about the fact that I forgot what you mm. said. But it will register eventually. Yeah. But I'm making an effort. Mm. I feel like if I don't say anything, exactly. I am just gonna completely. Mm. Miss the point and upset that person. Mm. I am anxious about it, definitely, mm. but I just I would rather err on the side of caution for me personally. I think it, I think the, I think the intention definitely matters to me because you're obviously not trying to hurt the person in exactly. any way. And I think and I'm sure that there are some people who understand that there are people who are actively trying to you know teach themselves and you know unlearn certain things as well. For me, it, it I mean I think because of the job that I'm in, it makes it very easy for me to sort of know all these different things because I work a lot with students. I work a lot with staff members as well who have different gender identities and different sexualities. So it's very easy for me to like say they, them, or like just talk about someone with like, you know, like very gender neutral, with gender neutral terms because I see them every single day. It just, it becomes part of like my language. But I think when you don't see those people every single day, it becomes very, very hard to sort of use gender neutral mm-hmm. terms. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like if you never like yeah, engage you, with anyone yeah, in that it's like yeah. when I had the conversation with uh, um uh he, mm. I was like, Yeah, I might fuck up like your pronoun mm. but he he's he's relaxed, so he's mm. got like a sense of humour and mm. he didn't get offended when mm. I, when I asked that question or if I messed it up. Mm. I don't think that it's fair to get like angry, angry at yeah. someone who doesn't know. Yeah. Because they're making it, who doesn't know? Yeah. They're, they're making an effort. Mm. Um, I think it's the not, effort. They're not, they're not like exposed yeah. to that side. Yeah, I think you it's know? definitely the effort to me. And I think maybe it's, maybe well. it's having that disclaimer as well in the beginning. Like, you know, if I do mess up your pronouns, it's not intentional. Mm. Obviously, I'm still learning and just being very honest. I think, I think maybe we need to try and just be very, very honest and just saying, you know, if I mess up, I am really sorry, yeah. but it's not intentional in any way. And I'm, I would hope that the person would understand it as well. Because that's, that's the way I always take anyways, whenever I'm meeting someone who's just told me their pronouns for the first time. Because obviously your mind is telling you something different, but your mouth is trying to tell you something different as well. Especially when they're not trying to present as the gender yeah, they're traditionally yeah. when it gets even more muddy. Yeah. So you won't know unless you actually ask. And that mm. person might get really offended, like, but I'm actually trying. But to you, you're thinking but this is what I register yeah. as male as female. So you're like, I'm not getting any of these indications, so how do I... From what I understand, decide? I think when you ask someone, oh, what's your preferred pronoun? I think that, some, from what I've seen anyways, I think that sort of um, creates that sort of openness for them because then they feel like, oh, that person's actually open to actually getting to know me. I can't speak for anyone who's trans, but from my experience anyways, whenever I've like asked... I always, I always kind of tell that the person's like more happy to like you know speak about no, of course. what their preferred but pronoun is. What I'm saying is like, what if they don't present in any way, like mm. stereotypically as either gender? So mm. you're like, I don't even know how to approach this. So for mm. example, they might look like a cis. Mm. So you're like, okay, cool. I'm just gonna mm. address you as I would anyone mm. else who I thought was the same gender. Mm. And that person's like, actually no, hold on, I'm trans. Mm. So you're like, oh okay. Mm. But then it's almost like they have a burden of proof to like prove mm. what gender they're trying to yeah, be. Yeah, so yeah. it's almost uncomfortable. Like there's mm. no. There's no right way to do it. Mm. You might offend someone who is not transitioning or is not trans and, they, I think, and you think they are as well. <laughs> I like think it, it can get really muddy is my point. I think one thing to also highlight as well is that like these convers like like being trans and non-binary or non-conforming is not something new. And I think a lot of people tend to feel like, oh, this is probably like a new age thing. And, you know, being trans is like very new. But there have been people who have been trans for like ye- like years Decades, before. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you had RuPaul, you even had people, you know, you had Master P. Henson as well. You had people like years and years ago who have been trans, even like historically as well, you've had people who, you know, dressed as females and, you Wits. know, express yeah, yeah, like express their All of that sexuality, Shakespeare stuff as well. Yeah, like yeah. gender mm-hmm. as well. So I think when I always when I always hear people who are like, you know, very disrespectful to trans people or to people who are non conforming, they're like, Oh, this is very new. They're trying to shove it down my throat, but it's like this has historically been happening, even the Bible as well. Like mm-hmm. you, you hear about people who you know have been, you know, just very like non-conforming. But a lot of people feel like, oh, this is very like a new age thing, and like it's like a trend. Well, it's just now that people feel more comfortable in being Definitely. themselves. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I've been talking a lot. No, no, what you said was very valid.